Hey, I'm Brandon. I'm going to be the Dungeon Master. Hey, I'm Chris. I'm playing Milo Underhand, the Rogue. Hello, I am Lonnie, and I play Flutter Echo, the Moon Druid. Hello, my name is Ryan. I play Lorzarin, the Echo Knight. Hi, I'm Kai. I'm playing Solar Nightingale, the Celestial Warlock. Hi, I'm Justin Board. I play the Bard Rock God who goes by LaCroix Daboom. I'm Will. I'm playing Roostin, the Poem Paladin. Nice. So, there are some complications with this session. Mainly that uh, the player for Gridar and Morgoth couldn't make it today. Rather, the players for Gridar and for Morgoth couldn't make it today. So, we're going to have to do a narrative conceit here. Um, either this is about to get cut out entirely and we'll just forget them, or we'll like film a separate scene. But really, I think we can just set things up here. Uh, Morgoth, taking up the rear, noticed something outside, felt kind of strange, and decided to stay with the ship. Uh, Grydar sees Morgoth's hesitation and turns around and is like, That's a good idea. And they both just walk up the stairs and are guarding the entrance for our brave heroes. To reset the scene, y'all have just entered a kind of cave staircase that goes down about 45 degree angle. You know, a steady, easy stair climb, but 100 feet descent. Um, torches line the walls. They lit up. You could saw them come on in series um, as the doors were opened. And uh, descending down into the gloom, it slowly lights up. And it is no longer very gloomy at all. Chris, have Milo describe where we are. We entered the um, celestial plane, I think. Um, we left the uh, Fus city. And then uh, we are traveling along, trying to find something called the eye of the storm pause i was gonna ask someone else about the why okay so i was gonna pass it around i will let you like the who what where when why sure I, that, that was my notion here was to break it up like that all right uh lonnie nice we were sent to go look for something called the eye of the storm um, and now we're, we can't, we went through this, I don't want to say gate, because it was gate. <laughs> it was like, just a, a trail, kind of, of gold liquid that we somehow went into. Echo is still confused by that, but she's not going to question it. It makes sense, I guess. <laughs> And now we're in this place with lots of trees. I don't remember the name of it. But yeah, there's trees. And nature. Awesome. And outside. Gross. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I will pass it to Ryan. 
Right. Oh, that's a bad idea. I was not here for the second half of that session because I had an on-call situation. <laughs> I, will... so I do not know. I will send Roosted. it to yeah, Roosted. Roosted, what sent you here, and who do you expect to see? Let's see. The people who saved us from our captors, whose names I forget, sent us here. And we are looking for the, the Eye of the Storm, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Not These really are sure who we're expecting to see here. We found this kind of tunnel thing. Are we looking for somebody? No. Well, you... Okay. Good thing I didn't think of that. Okay. Are you hoping that someone is in here? I don't know who's going to be in here. I... My, my mind is open. <laughs> Fair. Totally fair. I actually um, forget the name of the person who sent us on this mission. Alsair? Alsair, that was it, yeah. Okay, yeah, Alsair sent us on this mission. That's right, and Kagi is back on the ship. Yes. Okay. To reset this scene, then. Um, yeah, who's in front? I'll be in front. Okay, we got Roosted up there. Uh, After, um... <clears throat> After Salah's kind of like, not, I wouldn't say begging, but uh, asking of everyone to go down, Lord Zarin would follow suit as they discuss. Fair. Okay, so we got Rooster and Lord Zarin up front. Um, where is Milo in all of this? Um, I suppose Milo would try to find himself somewhere like in the middle portion, you know, cushioned by meat shields on either side. <laughs> Uh, nice. Pulling pulling out a, a hooded lantern. Uh, it appears to be dark in here, right? No, there were torches that lit up. There were... Oh, right. That's right. Okay, so yeah, scratch That's about that. the ambiance Just you're creating. Around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. De definitely like eyes peeled for traps. Awesome. Okay. Echo, where might Echo be in all of this? So what Echo is gonna do? She's close to Lerpoi. She's just gonna drag him, place him in front of her, and then get behind him. <laughs> <laughs> How does Lerpoi receive this okay. directive? So the way it works out, I guess, would be I'm right next to Milo. Echo is behind, and then uh from there i guess milo and lacroix are holding hands like hobbits do and we are behind roostin and thor zarin right mm -hmm. okay and so echo's behind us what's that just leaves that Sala, i guess right yeah is Sala work in the rear yeah absolutely she is really worried about <laughs> forcing people to be in here um but also like from a strategic advantage she would know that she needs to be at range if anything tried to attack so she would be in the bar just for that advantage alone totally fair totally fair how uh how wide is this passageway let's say 15 foot wide okay stone steps all the way across those 15 feet ceiling probably about 20 feet high and it's descent down so y'all are moving forward um the stairs descends, like I said, about 100 feet. I said there was probably a 20-foot ceiling or so. So you've got to get down about 70 feet before you start seeing kind of more of a hallway that rolls forward. Um, but it's not a long hallway. It's actually just a short 
jaunt <laughs> to bring up that jaunty word from earlier. <laughs> um, it is a um, when you get down to the bottom, it's just a short distance uh, ahead to a larger chamber. And what you see down here, everything is well lit. Torches kind of encircle the hallway at very regular intervals. Um, probably 15 feet of hallway, once again with that 20-foot ceiling. And then a very large, probably 60 feet in diameter circular room uh, at the end of that. And sitting right in front of the hallway as it would enter that room is a table uh, with some various stuff on it. Um, and beyond that table, there is a pagoda-type stone structure that sits up in the center and has a... I'm going to slaughter this word. I, dais? Dais? Which one is it? Either is technically correct. I say dais, but I don't know what Americans say dais. Yeah, I'm going to go with dais. So there's a, a stone pagoda with a dais uh, in the center of it. Uh, on top of that is a grasping claw um, holder, like a um, statue of a grasping claw grasping a green gem. The so table it's like an or organic claw, or is it like a stone claw? It is a stone claw, well okay. well fabricated to look like that of like a bird. Can I'll I see to... where the gem of the heart's desire is pointing in the room, or leading me to? Sure, right to the center. The center of the room, not the green gem. Uh, the green gem, which is in the center of the room. Okay. Sorry, the oh. pagodas, all of that structure is in oh, the, the center. Oh, the pagoda is in the middle of the room. Okay. The only thing that isn't like right in the center is the table, which has um some various stuff sitting on it that's kind of right in front of the hallway. With a chair on the opposite side, like the chair is facing the hallway and the stairs up, um, pulled up, actually kind of pulled just a little bit away from the table. Um, I guess I should describe the rest of that. There's uh, looks like there had been a card game on the table, a solitaire style card game, and there is a sword in a scabbard laying off to a corner of that table. As we approach this gem with the claw, Lord Zarin will uh, look at Rusin and say, look at his feet, say, looks the same. You know anything about this? Yes. It's definitely a talon. <laughs> I'll look to Sala. Is this what we're looking for? I believe that is what we are looking for. Nobody fucking touch it. I'm pretty sure if you do, you will die. I'm pretty tempted to go grab it. Um... Okay, Milo, yes, you go ahead. Very shiny. Go ahead. Go grab <laughs> it. Yeah, Milo, you're, you should totally go grab it. Go, go do it, buddy. Uh, Everyone wait, will die, Milo. except for you, Milo. <laughs> wait, Milo, it could be a trap. That was what I was afraid of. You don't I'm have tempted. Power. Let me grab it. You? <laughs> I look like the statue. <laughs> I fear is that this will trigger some kind of trap. I'm tempted, <laughs> but not stupid. 
I hadn't thought about that. I thought the trap was you had to be a bird. <laughs> That's what it was I was thinking too. Can I cast detect magic to see if there's anything like specifically like arcane going on in this room? You absolutely may do that. Okay, I cast detect magic. Okay. Yeah, so I said it was a 60 foot diameter kind of circular room that all of that is in. So if you're standing at kind of the where the hallway hits the circular room, which is also kind of where that table is, right? Um, it's 30 foot to the center. So you absolutely see a glow coming from the gemstone and from the sword resting on the table. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll tell everybody as well that sword is magical. I don't know if you should touch that either, but it could just be someone's magical weapon. I don't know if I want to take the time to to cast identify currently. Um, so I think I'm going to save it until we absolutely need to use it. Probably at this point, I've moved up far close enough to the, like the entrance of the room that you can see the full perimeter of the circle. Um, uh, there are no other exits. Okay, so there's no exits. Hmm. And there were no like doorways or anything as we were walking down the stairs. Negative. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna look to Echo and say. Can you, like, deduct anything out of this room? I know there's two magical items in here. I don't know if this card game has anything to do with anything, but I'm stumped and I don't really... Like, I can use more magic, but I think feel like I'm just going to be shooting at a whim. Um, I don't uh, sense anything or see anything. I mean, mine is a rogue. Wait, wait, wait. How does Echo check? What is it? What would Echo be looking to? She is not useful in this situation. <laughs> she would probably just like look around. She doesn't have any spells to search for anything. That's perfect. <laughs> Roll perception. As uh, this conversation is going on, uh, Lorzarin would head over to the table with the uh, sword and the card game. Certainly. We're going to resolve this first. I got an 11. You got an 11. There are relatively fresh dove feathers uh, behind the chair. I would like to use my divine sense. Before we do that, Lozaren said something uh, first. Yes. I want to, I, I told him hold, let's resolve that. Lozaren, you approach the table, right? Uh, yes, I just want to look at the sword. Um, Sala mentioned it was magical, so I will take out a piece of cloth from my bag and just okay. kind of wrap it around my hand. Uh, <clears throat> and then, is the sword on the table? Yes. Okay. It is. Uh, the sword is in a scabbard that is sitting on the table. In a scabbard. Oh, okay. Um, so it does it. Is there anything that I notice on the sword, like as blood or? Wear and tear, does it look damaged or does it look fresh, if that makes sense? It looks beautiful and clean. The hilt of the weapon, which is sticking out of the scabbard, obviously, um, looks like angel wings like going off to the side. Um, the hilt is of carved like silvery metal, kind of inlaid with sapphire. Um... 
I will use my cloth wrapped hand and pull the sword out, look at it, and say, uh, Rusin, do you use swords? This looks a little bit gaudy for me, but uh, it has wings like you do. Ah, I do use swords. As you, you pulled it. it out of the scabbard? Yeah, I'll pull it out. Kind of glows with a magical energy. Oh, and uh, there are bright. runes scribed on, on it in Celestial. I do not know with it. Oh, wait. Do I? I don't, I don't know what languages I know. I do know Celestial. It's one of the languages I do know. Can I, can I decipher it? It is kind of describing the honorifics of some entity called Hadron. You said Hadron. <clears throat> Pahadron. Pahadron. Uh, I'll say, huh, Pahadron. Like kind of out loud, and then... Uh, Here we I go reading Arcane Ruins out loud again. I, w- I, I don't believe I would know who Pahadron is, but would I be able to make a check? I'll inform everyone as... I believe this is something to do with Pahadrin. I don't know what that is. Knowledge, religion, or knowledge arcana, whichever is higher. What and, did you say this to everyone, Lorzalin? Uh Yeah, I'd be just like, kind of like, Lorzalin would just read it out loud um, towards everyone. To, you know. Oh, nice. Like, there might be an assist here. What'd you... Yeah, can I also, I have plus three to religion. Can I, in proficiency in it, can I aid in that in some way? Probably it might be even better if you held it up and let. I don't know. Would I? Which Lozaren trained in here? Uh, not to tell he, you guys how to metagame this, but uh, he does not have proficiency in Arcana or religion. Mm-hmm. But he'll like call it out, and then if someone else wants to check, I'm totally fine with that. Roll it, Salah. Oh God. Okay. It was almost a nice twenty. It's a five. So no. That sucks. Well, that's fine. You're pretty sure it's a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I'm like, sounds like the name of, I don't know. I mean, if it's in celestial and it's station, maybe someone celestial. Uh, I didn't a even name. know. Of course, I didn't think it was a name. Uh, Lord Lord thinking out loud would say, I didn't even know I could. Celestial. He'll kind of like fling, like flip the sword back around, look at it. Um, but Rusin, if you'd like it, here you go, and he'll like take the cloth off, so he'll wrap it around the hilt. Uh, before you do that, I'm gonna use my divine sense. Here, you want me to? Here, I think. Tell me about divine sense. Here, I yeah. Yeah. There you go. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor. And a powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces until they end until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within sixty feet within sixty feet of you that does not have total cover. You know the type, etc. I know an object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Desecrated. Yeah. So I can just it's detect good and evil. So you said this sword is desecrated? No, oh, I did not. Just, oh, okay. It, I was just, I just mispronounced a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do I sense any good or evil? 
or fiends or whatever or celestials or undead <laughs> yeah you do not detect any celestials fiends or undead okay there's a holy object oh do i sense anything from the gem no okay all right i guess at this point i've seen enough i'm satisfied i'll reach out and i will grasp the sword Fair enough. Without the cloth. The hilt, by the way, not the blade. Of course. I'm just gonna, like, stab myself. No, I'll just, like, throw myself on and die. No. Rotisserie <laughs> <laughs> himself, you know. <laughs> you feel an aura form around you as you grasp it. Light kind of permeates everything. Yeah, that's all. Those are all the words I'm going to use. Light is permeating everything. I feel an aura around me. I'll give it a couple practice swings. Definitely before a sword. Rusin, before Rusin kills himself, can I cast Identify? Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. And as you swing, I'll be like, whoa, be careful, Rusin. Oh, sorry, sorry. Does Rusin allow Salada to identify it? Sure. In fact, why didn't you do that in the first place? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you guys were going to immediately touch it. I I didn't touch it. Clearly, I don't know you guys very well. I don't. If it's a spell, I don't know how to just have it. Show. There we go. Okay. Got this. Um, I will. I will touch the sword with. I guess I have to actually touch it with my hand. I will just like kind of put my hand like on the flat part of the blade while Rooston's also holding it with like two fingers, like uh, barely touching touching it as much as I absolutely have to. Right, you're like, yeah, perfect. Oh, that's a fucking dope ass sword. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. It's actually perfect. I'm going to look to Rooston and say, oh my, this sword is absolutely perfect for you. Um, so basically for people that know, the name of the sword is a Holy Avenger. So you gain plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. When you hit a fiend or an undead with it, that creature takes an extra D two D10 radiant damage. Holy fuck. So holding the drawn sword, it creates an aura in a 10 foot radius around you. You and all creatures friendly to you in the aura have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. If you have 17 or more levels in the paladin class, the radius of the aura increases to 30 feet. Holy fuck. That's a really cool sword. Plus, <laughs> I'm just, plus I'm just, three. Yeah, plus three bonus to attack and damage, and if it's undead or fiend, plus two d10 radiant. That's a crazy sword, and advantage on saving throws. Sin is gonna get, he's gonna like lose his breath for a second there. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna give that to Rustin. I'm gonna like back away. Hang on to this. It's now on your character sheet. Oh, awesome. Seems very rare. Yeah, plus three weapon. Is there any way through the use <laughs> of the identify spell that I would know, like, like if there's any, like, if it was who it was forged by, or like, what made this thing? You learn the properties and how to use them. You learn whether any spells are affected if the item was created by a spell. Blah. If you instead had no. Okay. Um, as it would Milo's... be like legend lore. I think it's historically the D and D spell. Yeah, go, ahead. Yeah, right. go ahead on Milo. 
As Milo is like gawking at the sword, I'll say, Oh, Milo, are you jealous? Why don't you grab the gem? <laughs> and then I'll just like give him a little smirk. Um, I think. First, give me the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> when I look at the gem, can I tell roughly how much it would weigh? Does it look very heavy or does it look very light? A stone, it's probably a fist-sized gemstone. So if you're talking about just carrying it in your pocket, it's not too bad. If you're talking about heaving it at someone's face, it's kind of heavy. I, ha I have an idea. I have a thousand ball bearings. I'm going to take a fistful of ball bearings, put them into my water skin i guess you're going to indiana jones this exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> why wouldn't i just use mage hand why would i not just use mage hand why are we throwing ball bearings at me? <laughs> no, no, you can explain your i just saw where you're going with it so i just yes. had it you ball bearings are so good no 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 please do it please do please it please finish I, explaining I, I, don't, I don't know what you're doing so i don't i couldn't like actually stop you <laughs> so you just see Milo like stuffing ball bearings into his water skin or like he dumps out his water skin onto the ground and then he puts all these ball bearings in there. And then I will quickly try to grab the gem and put the ball bearings in the place. You're uh, touching with your hand, your bare hand. You're touching. Yes. With my, yeah. Would that be oh, sleight of hand? Can I uh, walk with Milo and kind of be like, all right, Milo, let's see this plan in action. And I'll like follow him as he, as I just like kind of smirk and watch him walk towards the gem. All right. Yeah. I think uh, the, the croc, where you going to, or sorry. <laughs> Look, croc. I like that. The croc. The crocs. That's the croc. my brother. <laughs> Look, croc. Look, croc. is wearing croc all the time. Yeah, it's a that new, would be, new thing. Yeah. But I was asking if uh, you would do slide a hand for that one to replace it. Sounds like That's a slide all. a hand check. I would absolutely throw a slide a hand check. I was actually thinking a reflex save. I'm like, That's only if you fail, I guess. Um, um, I, I imagine the statue is pretty tall. Is it? Or is it like... Because it, I think I imagine my life um, shorts. So I yeah, yeah, so it's like... It's like mid-chest on a regularly-sized person. Okay. I will uh, say, uh, as we're Ooh, approaching actually, Milo... Actually, it's mid-chest for a very tall person. I'll say, Milo, do you want to get on my shoulders? Because it seems that you won't be able to reach it. Does anyone have a box? As we're walking up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? And shoot, maybe Push I even ought to like, rewind just a moment here. Um, the chair and table are also awkwardly large. Awkwardly large for everyone, like, like even including me. It would. It is like its size for someone who's nine foot tall. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I don't I'm, like that. Milo, sure, this chair I... is really tall. Push it over there <laughs> to reach that gem. <laughs> Could I just reach above my head, and and reach it? For sure. If you succeed okay. on a climb check, you won't have disadvantage. Ooh, ooh, oh, Echo just... wants to help. Echo wants to help. <laughs> Wait, what if I what if I push the chair over there for him to stand? And on? she casts levitate on. Uh -oh. 
So here's the fun thing about Levitate that a lot of people don't realize. Uh, Echo, you have control of the Levitate spell. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I just started lifting off the ground, oh. I assume. If she allows it. Levitate yeah. in 5th edition is straight up the best offensive spell. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna have him start levitating and then just let him keep levitating until I feel like he needs to stop. So have fun, okay. buddy. <laughs> oh, Milo, I didn't know you could fly. I didn't know I could either. Oh, well, uh, I'm confused. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Milo, before you go up there and grab that awesome and then exchange everything, I need to inspire you with my bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want you to know I just want you to know that you're awesome and that you can do this I believe in you oh <laughs> uh, thanks cousin now is a perfect time for, for a base lick how do I give it to him on the foundry um, just do usability just add it to my roll right okay is it advantage or a bonus it's um a bonus or it says a bonus action, so I don't know if that means bonus. Well, Bardic Inspiration adds a d6. Yeah. But he has yeah. To, to use it before you tell him whether he's successful or not. Okay. Okay. So roll the d6 and then roll the d20. Or no, he rolls the d20 and then he can choose whether to add the d6 or not. That's before right. Before you tell him whether he's successful or not. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing sleight of hand. 15. You know what? Yeah, and he went to the trouble, so I'm going to add the d6. I believe in you. <laughs> That's a 15 and a 6, so 21. Nice. Describe, like, this death sleight of hand. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's exactly like Indiana Jones. Like, I, I grabbed the gym. I hope and, not, and, right? And, like, <laughs> it didn't work for him. <laughs> and as long as that is true, it did not work for him. Boulder would have to roll up. Over. <laughs> and as long as I'm not like immediately cursed or electrocuted or something, I'm going to or running away from a giant boulder. <laughs> I'm going to pull the gym out from the claw and then put the bag of uh, ball bearings in the place, so that the claw is holding the bag of ball bearings instead. Everything kind of rolls smoothly. It's as if you were never there. I don't even know if that was necessary or not. <laughs> uh, and nothing it. happens to it. Milo holding the gem. Uh, he's still floating, I think. Yep, he's still floating. Mr. Good job, Milo. Fine. Okay. Ooh, job, actually, this will be a fun, a fun thing with that. As you reach and have now have the gym, you feel like if you wanted to, you could control the levitate spell. What? Okay. Um, I'll start flying back towards the rest of the party. Levitate doesn't do that. <laughs> oh. Lateral <laughs> movement only. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, yeah. No, you could push off of it like you're in like space or something like that. But I just gotta make that I wanna set that precedent ahead of time. That's true. Alright. Uh so then yeah, I'll just put myself back down on the ground. There. 
Echo is now sad. She wanted to see how far he could go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Nothing bad seems to be happening. What do you do? Oh, that was easy. Good job, Milo. To everyone. <laughs> <laughs> too easy. This has all been too easy. I... I don't think so, this is the end of it. I knew you I'm, had it in you all along. <laughs> I'm going to ask Nani to end the level eight spell and see if anything happens once Milo touches the floor. He'll end it. Yeah. He's already on the floor. He gained will before. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I'll just hold the, the gym out to Kai. Or not to Kai. To. <laughs> Sala? Sala. Yeah. Why did I blink on your name so bad? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just I hold it out. Like, I guess I'm going to cast Identify again on it. It, it takes a minute to cast the spell if anyone wants to do anything in the meantime. I will, uh, in the meantime, I will, like, kind of. Is there is this, is there anything I see in this chamber in this circular room? No, it's actually really Spartan. Hmm. I want to stand near them, the people with the gem, while holding the sword out, so that they have advantage on saving throws in case something nasty happens. <laughs> totally fair. That is a great idea. Um, so Sala, as you're identifying this, as you're identifying the storm's eye. Um, you understand its primary thing is to bring order to chaos. Um, you understand that if you were to carry this into limbo, into the plane that is pure chaos, that this would stabilize the area. And not just that, it seems to... It seems to stabilize a specific place rule arcana real quick okay wait this is not a saving throw never mind correct 18 awesome but that doesn't jive completely because there are no specific places in limbo everything is a drift everything is a skew there is no position this doesn't stabilize, well, it it doesn't st stabilize a specific destination, but it stabilizes a specific structure when used. You don't fully, you don't necessarily fully understand that uh, other than your own theories, but it seems to, to be key to stabilizing the limbo generally yes okay um and i didn't talk so i was there for very long he didn't really want to talk about anything specifically so i wouldn't really know where he's from because he didn't mention that to us um okay i like is milo like giving it to me or is he just holding it i'm holding it between us like holding it out for you to look at it i guess Okay. I mean, I'm going. I, I'm not going to tell anybody any of the things that I learned from it. I'm just going to say that stone is very dangerous in the hands of wrong people. In my mind, um, do not lose that. But I also don't want to be holding it. 
Who <laughs> should carry it um, then? Brewston? No. He will maybe peck at it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't mind carrying it, Milo, if you don't, but I would think you'd want this beautiful gem. I mean, you went through all of the effort of getting it. As long as you promise not to sell it to somebody. Uh, gee. <laughs> Looks like he cannot. <laughs> I can carry it. I can vouch for him. He, he totally is trustworthy. <laughs> After all, why shouldn't I keep it? It was my birthday present. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Milo. Echo, do you want to carry the gem? Sure. Okay. Right. Echo's going to carry the gem now. Uh, Brandon, as we were walking back, uh, you, Lord Zarin, would notice the dove feathers by the chair. Uh, yeah. Kind of pick one up, um, and then kind of look at the cards on the table, and I just want to know what he sees there. A somewhat sloppy game of solitaire. Oh, uh, he will attempt to finish the game. <laughs> Not <pretty laughs> now, huh? <laughs> Fair. There's not any kind of check here. I'm not like there's not a lot there. You're able to finish the game. There's a very fine deck of cards. Hmm. Are the cards also like plus sized? Yes. Stuff? Okay. They're like those novelty Uno cards that are like like eight inches side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They actually have like metal, aluminum, silver trim on the corners of them. Oh wow, they're gilded. <laughs> are we absolutely sure that those are dove feathers? Like 100% those are dove feathers. It's what they appear to be, correct? That is what they appear to be, though it'd be a big ass dove. Okay, yeah, I think this this is some this is an, this is a celestial. This is an angel or a planetar, or something that has wings. That was probably guarding this place for some reason. Um, well, it looks like yeah. they left. Yeah, and I, I do know. wonder why. Is there any blood on the feather, or does it look like it actually shed? There's no blood. No blood. Okay. And everything. No... It's a sloppy game of solitaire, but does like was the chair like pushed in, or was it just outwards before? It was kind of pushed out, like like someone like stood up suddenly. Um, uh oh, okay. Um, hmm. shall we take that break since we're about an hour? Well, shall we return to our ship? I feel like we need to get the fuck out of it immediately. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rusin, you dropped one of your feathers, and I'll hold like the dove feather. Oh, that's not mine. <laughs> See? Mine are brown. I'll show them. Oh, I Unless... guess I cannot see the difference. Unless... It could be one old. of the ones under your arm, maybe. <laughs> I'll, like, peck at my, like, under my wing a bit. <laughs> Pick out the old ones. You see me, like, pull a bug out and eat it. Oh, mm. God, that's so gross, <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I think it's gross. I think it's grosser if I leave it there. You didn't need to eat it, though. You could have just taken it out. But then it'll go right back in. And this way, <laughs> I get some food. Fair enough. Protein. Lead the way. 
Lead the way, my Very friend. well, very well. Um, as we leave and uh, I finish the card game, I would like to take the cards. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also going to grab Lozarin's arm and kind of like beckon for him to stay in the back a little bit separated from the rest of the group. Uh, How does that make Lozarin feel? <laughs> I would uh, go to uh, uh, Salente. Sure. Is there any reason? Yes. Well, can I know? Once everyone else passes, I'm like whispering, whispering in the quietest voice I possibly can. Uh, I will. Uh, you'll see the lawyers there nod. Very well then. What is the the order of like persons that Sala is seeking, and does everyone play along with that? I don't care where anyone else really is, just as long as Rusin is in the front and Lawrence in the back. He's the only other person that I know that can read Celestial, so I'm the only person, like, he's the only person I, in my mind, I would think that would understand what those um, honorifics were. Oh, hey, I do have a question. So you said everybody can read the Celestial on the sword, even if they don't know Celestial? As you walk away, no. Oh, well, okay, so what about Rusin? Because he, like, can't read here. Oh, and it's specifically, no, that was speech. Basically, oh, okay. everyone speaks with true speech. Oh, and okay, don't... okay. Okay, never mind then. Okay, yeah. So, like, I don't think I can not. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it's literally just, like... It's like the babblefish from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, so if I just, like, was trying to, like, speak in Celestial with someone, everyone would understand what I was saying regardless. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which would have been really funny if you had just tried to do something. <laughs> but... I'm waiting. I know I'm waiting for me to sleep. I didn't. I didn't even know about that spell, but I was going to be sneaky regardless. All right, onwards and upwards. All right, y'all are heading up and out. What's happening towards the top? Uh, Sala, you wanted me in the back. Do you just want me to watch the rear? Partly, and then in Celestial, as we're walking up the stairs, I'm specifically going to say, did you see the honorific that said that this person was the guardian of the storm's eye? Hey. I have I have a question. I might have an answer. Well, no, it's not a question. It's more of a statement. So, I'm going to let Lazarin finish, and then I'll say what I'm going to say. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Let's, let's get that uh, scene between the two of them. To be frank, Salah, I, I didn't know I understood that language, but y yes, I did see it. So you didn't know until today that you could understand Celestial? Uh, no, I did not. Hmm, perhaps you're learning more about your past than you think you are. Um, yes. And then I'm just going to say, I definitely want to notify the group eventually. Like, I'm not one to keep secrets. Why would I keep secrets? That's fucking ridiculous. Um, but I do think that this Alcer guy may not be the proper owner, and we may have just stolen from a Celestial that was meant to be guarding that. Now, I don't know what happened to said Celestial. I don't have whatever the fuck that would entail. But I do think that this mission has gotten a lot more complicated, despite our, I guess, trip down into the crypt was a lot shorter than I had imagined. Yes, um, it was interesting. I've never seen a job go this short. Uh, 
It's mostly with the gith, and they just had me fight anything in their way. Well, I'm definitely glad to have you around me because you're not the best fighter unless I can, I don't know, send them to hell with an eldritch blast. Well, uh, then not to worry. Me and the other pieces of me will protect you and Morgoth. I'm glad that we have that agreement, Lozara, and I think you're going to be a very important part of, oh, what was the name that we decided on? The Ocho? The cop crew, I really can't remember at this point. We'll uh, find a proper name eventually. I agree. And then she's just going to walk in silence. The rest of the remainder of going up the steps. Okay. Okay, so during this whole conversation, Echo understood all the Celestial, because she has she knows Celestial. Ooh. <laughs> so she's going to turn around and be like, so you're telling me that that sword mentioned something about some so, guardian that was are you speaking in celestial yes okay yeah so she, she's like so we took a jewel that was being guarded by a guardian per se yes so on the sword one of one of the honorifics of I assume a celestial, a planetar, somebody who earned the sword was given the honorific of the guardian of the storm's eye. So, why they left, I do not know, but we have, if they find out, could have just pissed off a lot of people in a lot of high places, which doesn't sit very well with me. Okay. It's it's strange that. Don't break deals. Yes, it's strange that this individual who hired us thought maybe there would be some challenge getting the eye. I mean, he did not want to be here. He clearly sent a bunch of, and well, us there. So, a bunch of what? (laughs) Randos that he truly has no idea who we are. How close are we to the end of this here tunnel? You guys are getting to the top of it now. You've Breach daylights. Um, yeah, uh, you've got the ship kind of floating above the tree line. Kagi's looking down. Borgoth and Grydar are, I'm sure, somewhere on the ship. Uh, do I see Morgoth? No. But you feel confident that he's on the ship. Oh, okay. Well, then. Just wondering. I'd wave if I did. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> ah, well, day's work. Hmm? I'll start going up to the ship. Yeah, is everyone climbing the rope to get back on the ship? Yeah, LaCroix and uh, Milo get back on the ship. We're still holding hands. <laughs> All right, so as you are leaving kind of this clearing with the, like the stone doors wide open, leaving down the staircase kind of thing, you're leaving... I don't know, just slowly ascending. The, wait, I did not realize that the stone doors did not close after us. Is there any way that I can try and close them? They, yeah, whenever Solid goes and tries to touch, uh, close them, they close easily. Okay. Then I'll... Oh, she hates climbing, but she'll do it to get back on the boat. Fair. And once you get aboard, Kagi's there on the deck 
Are we done here? This was a boring job. Yes, I suppose we are done here. Okay. Um. She looks around a little nervously. Uh, Kargi, can I ask you something? Yes. Um, do you know why Alger uh, wants this eye? No. Only that he does. Mm, that this has had tons of planning and been his objective for a long time. And that I'm, quite frankly, baffled that you are here. When he, why didn't he get it himself? I don't ask these questions. Maybe to be a little bit more inquisitive, Kagi, and then Kyo and then Kai will just nope, Sola, Sola, <laughs> Sola will just walk off. Fair. Kind of annoyed well, that people aren't asking questions. Well, to be fair, we didn't uh, ask any of these questions. She's <laughs> been working with him. I wanted money. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Kagi, uh, aren't you his second? I, first mate, is what I like to think of, yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting that he wouldn't tell you about the eye. Especially for a task that was so easy. Only that he wanted it. We came here before, and uh, we left. What kind of resistance did you face? None. It was a clearing with stone doors. What was in there? What did, resistance did you face? Were you able to enter the first time? Yeah. She'll stop and turn around because now she's intrigued. <laughs> there was a table, but I showed it who was boss. Fair, fair. <laughs> we turned around at the entrance. He just looked at it and left. Didn't touch it, didn't do anything to it. I, you can never tell what he's looking at. He sees in colors and spectrums beyond what I can see. I just see what's there. Colors. Is, is he like a, I don't know, one of those fire shrimps? I can see like 135 colors we can't. Is that what he is? I mean, at the same time, she's just elegantly like describing someone who does magic shit. You're boring. <laughs> and then Solo will walk away again. Who stole this from Alzair in the first place? I didn't know that it was stolen. That's what he said, right? Who remembers what was said? No, he just said he wanted it back. Well, he said he wanted it. He didn't say that it was ever stolen. But he did say... But you did say when I... Like, did the sapphire thing for the gem of the heart's desire? It had to be an object that you previously that possessed. Had, that he previously possessed, but he didn't say it was stolen. He just said that he previously. Well, I just know that he previously possessed it, but I don't think he told us anything. He just said, "Can you get this?" And then mentioned limbo and then took it back. To <laughs> which I was like, "Man, I really was expecting people to ask more questions and kind of fight a little <laughs> bit more on all of this." <laughs> Could I take Lepore aside? 
Let's do Absolutely. a hobbit huddle. <laughs> did you take half? Did you take halfling as a language, by the way? No, I sure didn't. I, I just have orc in okay. common. All right. Um. All right. So I guess I'll just be like, well, I'm I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Maybe we should take Kagi prisoner as collateral and, and make uh, Alzara explain himself before we hand over this gem. Because we don't know if we're making the universe a ter uh, a worse place by giving this thing away. I like the idea of working with intimidation with her. <laughs> <laughs> but the others may not go for it. Hmm. I think we can get roosted on our side as long as we don't show him we're we're doing you know anything wrong. <laughs> Just need to convince him that uh, evil deeds are happening. <laughs> exactly. He'll side with like nothing. <laughs> Roosting that fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 All right. So, what's so, going uh, on? <laughs> I'd like to uh, persuade Roostin, or LaCroix would like to persuade Roostin to help uh, take hostage of, uh, what's her name? I just saw it. Uh, Kagi. Corgi. Corgi. Corgi? Kagi. Kagi. <laughs> okay, now I'm confused. Is it Kagi? Kagi. It's Kagi. Okay. You were saying it right? Okay, I was. Not Corgi. Correct. Okay. Um, but I'd kind of like to roll a persuasion check with him to see, or if, what would you do to what are you kind of convince to me, him? Huh? You walk up yeah. to, okay, Roostin is kind of, he's hanging out on the, the deck, kind of away from everyone, minding his own business, as he continues to find more bugs in his feathers and just is pecking them out and eating them, and is, is not even, like, paying attention to what's going on at all in the ship. Okay, from what I've put together, I think Milo and I come up to Roostin and put our arm around his shoulder, both of us, mm -hmm. you know, in the traditional, hey, we, we're going to convince you of something, you know, huddle. So we get into both of his ears and uh, start talking. Uh, hey there, you two. Hey, listen, listen here. Ah, I know, excuse me. I know. Wait, I was just in the middle of something and I go and pull out like a giant centipede, not giant, but like a centipede. And like waggle it in your face for a second, and like look at this one with a full mouth. Oh wow, like, that looks so delicious. Slurp it down. Oh, do you? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want some? Oh no, I can't do it right now. But maybe some other time. <laughs> I think I got another one around here. So, oh, another time, another time. Another time. Very another well. Time. So, Rooston, check this out. Mm. We've been having an issue. We're uh, definitely not trusting oh, that. Wait, that, uh... wait, hold that thought. I have an issue too, and he's gonna okay. stand up and then right. take it uh, just on the deck on this ship. <laughs> it is the poop deck. Golf ball sized. Since you're human size, are golf ball sized little hard turds, <laughs> spherical well, that's, turds. It's like bird poop. So it's yep. it's like oh. yeah, it's like white and watery, and just kind of splats <laughs> down on the deck. Ah, okay. <laughs> What was it you oh, wanted? Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you're you're feeling a little less stuffed. So, uh, <laughs> here's the deal. We were talking. Milo and I were talking. We think that Coggy, that Coggy lady, that's real nice to Echo. Ah, yeah. There's something really up with her. Oh, like what? 
there's just she's not giving us enough information. So we're we're considering a a overhaul of the ship. Ah. I don't follow. Well, you see, she's doing bad things by by deceiving us. Bad so, things. Yeah, super mm. bad things. Would this be oh. the time for the persuasion check? Deceiving us. <laughs> Let's see, like, me to see where it goes. Yeah. Just talk through it. Like, I don't think we need to throw dice for this. Do some RP here. Yeah, normally persuasion is done for NPCs, but I think okay. other characters have control of what they want to do. I thought there yeah. was some kind of mechanic where you could go against each other and then. We could. I just don't know if it's actually called for yet. You would have to use a suggestion spell, not necessarily a persuasion check. You okay. Even, I haven't even been swayed one way or the other yet, man. Come on, just play it out. Play it out. <laughs> that, that, that's might a little healthier. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you seem like you had it. Uh, I kind of lost steam on that one. <laughs> and he's yeah, losing interest. Oh, oh, yes, yes. We think that if we give this gym back to Alzair, uh, it's possible that he could use it for evil. We want to have some collateral. Evil. <laughs> we want to have some way to force him to give us some answers. Oh, why don't you just beat him up? That's the best way to, to get someone to give you answers, especially if they're evil. You want some help? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Well, let's just let's just see what everyone thinks. Let's stop being deceptive about this and just tell uh, tell everyone. Very well, everyone over here. We have something to tell you. I shout to the whole ship. Yeah. Does anyone not go over there? Because Kagi is definitely like, what's going on? Also, where are we going? I will. Uh, I will keep Kagi kind of like. Because I've never gotten the chance to talk to Kagi, so I'll just kind of stick with her and be like, oh, I'll catch up with you all uh, and send Echo and uh, Sala that way. Basically, I'm How large is the boat? Her. I'm curious. Um, It's a schooner, right? So it's like, I don't know, like the shrimp boat in Forrest Gump. I, uh... how, how many feet long would you say? Oh, damn. I have a plan because I think that old mess fucked something up, so I'm <laughs> I want to do something first. Okay, it can be a little bit bigger than that. Let's see. Overall length of so probably about 120 feet long. And have we thought of moving yet? No. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm as soon as Flutter comes into where we are. Actually, no, this is stupid. It's not actually gonna work. Okay, I'm going to ready a spell, so I'm going to move us away, and I'm going to ready a spell to cast silence as soon as Kagi walks into the area, like, within hearing range of what we're talking about. Oh, I was uh, keeping Kagi distracted, if possible. Yeah, like but if she, she sees a bunch of us whispering in a corner, she's definitely going to get, like... The distraction <laughs> is absolutely a persuasion check here. Uh, true. And also, kind of, ship logistics hang on let's see where this persuasion role goes i i do have something i want to ask her though in rp travel sure. the persuasion five to four <laughs> four 
She's like starting to walk that way. What do you say to her to stop her from walking that way towards Rusev? I'll say, uh, Kagi, uh, we've never really gotten a chance to speak to each other. I had a question about your adventures. I, the ch chicken man wanted to say. Uh, yes, just uh, real quick. Um, I do not know. She's much. glancing back at the uh, at the the group, starting to huddle. Uh, I do not know much about myself, um, so I was wondering if you've seen anyone similar to me, and I'll like have my hand that's like kind of wispy of ghost-like kind of go in front of her face. Like, I've never seen anyone like my kind. So what I'm going to articulate this failure with the persuasion check here is she sees what you're trying to do for what it is. So she looks at you, she's like, I am here to serve y'all until you have finished this mission. If you don't want me to hear whatever it is that they're talking about, just order me. Oh, uh, I I do not know what's going on over there. It was a genuine question. And uh, you'll see Lord Zarin kind of smile smugly. But uh, yes, if I could speak with you, I'm sure that we can get caught up later. Of course. Shall I, what, go to the... Is the back of a ship called the stern? Uh, yes, we can speak over there. I'd rather be it in private. Sure. And y'all are at whatever the front of a sh ship in fancy ship words is called. Ow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> y'all have your privacy at the bow. What's going on? <clears throat> or do you want to do you want to role play through that kind of talk with Kagi real quick? Uh, sure, I don't know. It's your call. Let's do that real quick, because I don't. I bet that will probably be quicker than um, the Scooby Doo bunch at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but yes, I'll say, uh, Kagi, uh, you've been around the what is world, universe. I I do not know. Um, have you seen anyone like me? Just like looking at your various like ghost-like appendages and stuff like that. No, it's downright strange, but I see a lot of strange. If you mm. uh, are trying to figure out your origins, you need to make your way to Sigil and find someone who knows what they're talking about. Or Alsair could probably help you. How how can I get to Sigil? Does Alsair know, or do you know? Alsair knows the way. You'd have to find a gate. And the gates in the astral plane are random. Do you know what color gates? Because I know of the various colors, we entered a golden one, correct? We did into here. And it is quickly closing soon. So we might want to set that head in soon. However, if you're trying to find a doorway to Sigil, you would need to find a leather brown gate. Leather brown, um... I do not even know if I can see color. I, I was looking at a feather earlier and thought of it to be roosting, but apparently it was not. What color is this? And I'll like pull out the dove feather. Um. So that's white. Do you have trouble gauging value? Uh, value? Uh, the density of coloration creating... Look, either way, I'm sure we'll be able to find a way. Uh, interesting. Leather brown. Got it. 
thank you. Um, I guess uh, since I'll go see what the others are asking about, and if you want to head towards the closing gate, I uh, and then he'll like kind of look confusingly because he's never issued commands before, and has only <laughs> been like kind of like right one who's taken commands. He'll be like, uh, and then he'll like kind of stand tall from up uh, and say, "Take us to the uh, golden gate," and uh, he'll like walk away from her. Okay, she's going to start absolutely doing that. Meanwhile, at the bow of the ship. Ah, thank you all for gathering. I don't know why I gathered you over here. Here, uh, Milo <laughs> and Roy. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember. Were you all aware that Elzair might be evil? Yes. It's definitely oh. occurred a few times. Oh, he's some wow. random man that told us to go get something that he didn't want to get himself. Of course, we're in the astral. Oh. Well, we were in the astral plane, and it was so easy. That's what I don't understand. What was what? Why is this relevant? The the, the difficulty of the uh, task assigned. <laughs> I thought it was quite difficult. We had to go to a whole another place. Ugh. We exerted no physical labor at all whatsoever, other than walking up and down some stairs and some work. for yourself. I had to pick I am, up a, I am a skinny, wimpy elf woman. <laughs> you... What do you think, what? Echo? I haven't heard your opinion. Like, why are we having this conversation? I'm just confused. Yeah, I, I don't... Is there more that you guys know than we already know? Or is this just like... Hey, he's evil. Okay, awesome. Okay, we know. So this. it seems like this is like a stream of shit, and we just keep going down the stream of shit instead of saying, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't be streaming down this stream of shit." You know, maybe we should stop the ship at some point and you know really consider what's going on. Okay, and then go where? Where 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 would we go? Do you have an idea of where we would go, or are you just saying just stop in the middle? Of course. Somewhere? At this time, Lorzaren, you would walk up. Uh, I will say hello, everyone. Um, I told Kagi, uh, who uh, commanded Kagi, to take us back to the Golden Gate. She mentioned it was closing soon. Smart, Lorzaren. Thank you. Uh, of course. Uh, what did you want, Rooston? Or Milo, or Lacroix? Like, why are we in a huddle? This is not at all inconspicuous. We're just so, fifty yards away from her. Back to the idea. Shit of Creek, right? Why do we keep going down this? We know something's up. We got to stop something. Maybe we talk to her a little bit more, or something. We got to get some more information here. Clearly, right. she was deflecting the entire time. She's not going to tell a bunch of random people that have what her boss wants in their, in their hands to tell us anything that's going to dissuade us from giving it to him. So, what, okay. again, I ask, what is your plan? Well, uh, just spitballing here. We keep the gym, and we keep the ship. And we tell... Kagi to leave, and we never complete the job. Do any of you know how to pilot an astral schooner through dimensions? 
or just at all like to move forward backwards sideways at all do you know how to to man a boat or a ship then we can tell kagi to do it for us kagi is only doing what she is told by our set and as long and as long as we divulge from that she's not going to be very helpful bad plan uh, any other suggestions what if we beat up Alcer for being evil? <laughs> that's somehow a better plan. Uh, I like being the brains of this operation. No one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one, I have the gem that points towards the storm's eye. Right? Alcer doesn't have that anymore. Number two, why don't we just go back to Alcer? He doesn't have what's pointing towards it. I can hide it somehow. If I can, I can use it off to the astral plane if we need to. I think that's a bad idea, but I might just hide it from him. And I have then, an idea. Why don't we just talk to him instead of jumping to conclusions? He doesn't because know. Because they're withholding information from he us. He doesn't. Wait, that's what wait, I feel. wait. For a brained idea. So crazy, it just might work. He Does he know what the eye of the storm looks like? Yes, he does. He had oh. it in the past. Oh. <laughs> but also, I was hoping Milo had another that. bag of bearings. <laughs> give him that. Look, Corey, would you, would you tell a bunch of strangers who you don't know everything? You can think about that. I would disclose the information that I would need to. Exactly what he did. Yeah, but the information that he needed to was a bit uh, vague. <laughs> no, he said. He said, "Get this gem for me, and you will have proper payment." And we're getting the gem, and we're getting proper payment. He described it. He gave us a way to find it. He said there may or may not be any danger or whatever. I just don't want to go myself. Uh, Sala, didn't we? You sign a contract. Do we know what happens if we break said contract? It was just a simple trade deal. I could set it up in flames right now if I wanted to, and it would be nothing. Very well. I say we just talk to him. For some clarification I, here, right? Like, Sala wrote that contract, didn't she? Yes, I specifically wrote the contract. Yeah, I am the only person other than Alcer that knows it's a name. Ah, um, I'll say, uh, I am not one to, uh, talk. Not very good at it, but, uh, I will be there in case things go wrong. Okay. I think this is an issue with me because I was a little, a little angry at Morgoth earlier um, on the boat and I kind of did just throw you onto this this adventure per se. Um, so I'm just going to be frankly quite honest. I am not going to put anybody in any unnecessary danger. I still want to do what's best for everybody and if you guys don't want to give him this gem you don't have to give him this gem, but as a reasonable person, we did get set off on a mission with his astral schooner to go get something for him. And just not showing up is going to put a larger target on our back than if we just talk to him and make him explain things before we give it to him. And if he comes a big ass dick, then we can just kill him later. He did uh, destroy the ship that I was on for. Most he of set you my free. Life. Did he not set us all free? He didn't keep us captive. True. Didn't destroy the ship. Was there? We're on the ship. Funny enough, you're still on that ship. 
Oh, yes. Uh, I meant the, the crew of that ship. The people that... I imagine that I was there for what felt like an eternity or longer. Or he's evil? No. No one is sure that he's evil. He seems oh. a bit odd. Mm, Quick question, oh, Brandon. Would Island I... and LaCroix. Mm. Quick question, Brandon. Would I, like... Have I seen the ship sail? Like, have I... Do I have any inkling of how to sail it? Say yes. You, you've been told, commanded how to work ropes and stuff like that. So you know how to bring it, bring the sails out. You know how to make the ship move. You don't know how to navigate. Oh. Uh, uh, I know how to make it move if we did want to commandeer it. But uh, that's up to you all. I don't mind either he way. He also said that the boat is ours once we complete this mission. He's not taking it back. We can still like go oh. places. I agree with Sala. We should give Alcer the gem. That is like. not what I said, Rooster. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, he, yeah. Perhaps should. I should be uh, seen but not heard. He goes back to pecking at his feathers. No, I, I respect your opinions, Rooster. I think you're a valid part of this conversation. So don't devalue yourself. <laughs> oh. um, but I was saying that we should give him a chance to explain himself before we go kidnap somebody and steal things should, doesn't that uh, sound reasonable should we make a, a vote on whether or not we want to give it to him well can we vote first to see if we even go back to him before we decide on whether or not to give it to him because i don't even know if i want to give it to him personally i want to get information first i can't tell which way you're arguing <laughs> exactly. so you see my yeah. concern I'm... the concern that underpins Jeez. the whole thing we hand this thing off to the guy and we activate activate a uh, supervillain. We don't have to give it to him. We're saying we go to him first and don't offer anything first. But we're if we go to him, we, we are giving him the gem, right? No, we're not. So no. like, if we show up no, and we not. don't want to give it to him, he can still take it from us. But we have. We're the still letters. taking. There's, yes, but there's eight of us. There's one of him. Koki seems a little weak. I'm not going to lie. So like, <laughs> if we needed to take him in a battle, I'm sure we could. Like, truly, you're fretting too much. Have we started moving at this point, DM? <laughs> yeah, no, the ship, uh, as Luzerin, like, walked up, the ship is moving and heading towards the Golden Gate. And in fact, probably transitions into the astral plane. Can we, I guess we can go to a vote as to whether or not we go back to food or foods or whatever. Can we at least... Kagi's, like, looking... Wait, what? We're not going back to foods? Where are we going? We are... Hold on one moment. Maiden lady. <laughs> she laughs. Are we voting? Uh, sure. But what are we voting for? Like... Whether, whether or just, not to return to Yeah, just returning. Nothing past that. Okay. I think that's fine. But then returning anything beyond that... Yeah, that's I'm I'm not agreeing like, to anything. I want to get through that. the Golden Gate. That's the the big goal. Get through Golden Gate, take over ship. No. <laughs> You're here. You're through the Golden Gate. Kagi's asking where you want her to navigate. 
Or can you just take us back to the giant foot? I don't know. You've got it. And then she starts, like, bringing the wheel around. She's like, Lozanne, get those ropes over there. Uh, yes. And I'll go over and do that. And I'll, uh, as I'm walking away, I'll look to the group and says, my vote is to go back to Foos. And I'll, uh, steer the ship or move the flags, however necessary. Fair. And the ship starts taking off. It's going to take uh, a few hours to get there. Is there anything y'all want to do in the meantime? Do I'll I need take to tune the sword. Uh, thematically, I would uh, manifest an echo to help me in the other flag. So, like, there would be basically two Lorzarans at work. Nice. Nice. But he, he would just be steering towards Foos. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Everything's just kind of going forward. <laughs> and whoosh, you guys were. I'm just going to fast forward unless someone objects. Oh, and once, twice, thrice. The silhouette of a giant foot appears on the in the distance. And so what's what's oh. the plan now that we're back? Did we establish a plan, or are we just here? No, we're just here. Uh, Sala, I think that we should talk with him first, and then decide whether or not to give him the gem. I, I agree. agree. That... I'm going to the sapphire gem that I have like quite deep into my robes I would mm -hmm. say probably like in my bra so like it'd be weird if you tried to grab it if that makes sense okay. um, and I'm gonna advise uh, Eka to do the same thing with the the storm's eye he just, she gives like a thumbs up and she's like okay and just like immediately just <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm saying, I agree, Lozoran. I feel like we should talk to him and then determine things. And I'm going to look to Milo and Lacroix, who I guess were the most against this plan, and say, is that agreeable? Under one condition for me. I got to be able to cast, detect thoughts on him, and see if I can read his thoughts while y'all ask him these questions. And then I'll, I'll change or adjust to whatever I need. <laughs> I have no opposition to any use of magic, as long as it's not offensive until necessary. Agreed. Agreed. Milo, is this agreeable to you? I guess. And then I'm going to look to and say, maybe now is the time to be seen and not heard as much, just because this is a sensitive topic. I feel like you're trying to be too subtle to Rooston. No, I'm trying to be not actively mean. That's the only thing I'm trying. <laughs> I don't want people to hate me more than I'm already being mean. What if I'm heard but not seen like a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> that could be the element we need to win this thing. And, and how to say I'm going to do that? Do you want me to cast invisibility on you? No, I will sneak up. <laughs> okay, what's your self? Uh, I don't know, plus two. She got advantage with that sword out, right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> do I have advantage with the sword? No, it's it's on saving throws. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think so. That would be goofy as shit, wouldn't it? 
<laughs> I still say we. Do you we want to keep... No, that's I okay. As long as he's closing his eyes, he won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I say we keep the gym, we keep the ship, we recruit Kagi, and we go to Sigil. I don't think we have a chance in hell of recruiting Kagi. I might be able to get a word in with her. <laughs> So, and if, and if that goes wrong? How about we keep that as a backup plan? Okay. I agree. I feel like we just need to talk to them. Yeah. And so y'all are pulling into the docks at Foos. Um, well, Zarin, can you help me uh, tie us off? Uh, yes. And uh, me and my Echo will kind of go over there to lay anchor. Yeah, and all that stuff kind of, I don't know, boat stuff happens and ropes are thrown and people look like they're doing things. What do you do? No one is waiting for you at these docks or anything like that. It's just kind of business. Uh, I'll step off the docks and begin making my way over to where Alzer would be. Okay. I'm assuming... Kaji is also following. Or leading, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Kagi will actually follow behind. She's like, oh, I'll tie all this up. You guys go ahead. Not in a particular rush. Do we know where we're going? What's the name of the bar? The leather... Red, yellow... <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> a leather gate. Leather Leather gate, gate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess I would say, shall we? And gesture for us. I'll uh, lead us in. Okay. I'm going to kind of walk through the bartenders, like, still cleaning up. The bar is basically empty right now. Um, he's cleaning a glass. Oh, you're back. That was fast. He's like getting like a hard to get spot in the bottom of the glass with a towel. You looking for Alzheimer? Uh, yes. He like finishes cleaning the glass and like lays it down upside down on top of the bar, puts the towel down and like puts two fingers in it to his lips and like lets loud like a loud whistle. And that second story room that Alzheimer was staying in. The door opens, he's like, Aha, they've returned! He's walking out in like a very flamboyant robe with like a... <laughs> like a stiff... Sorry, I need to... He walks out with a large like robes as usual, but these are kind of multicolored and it's got a very stiff collar that stands up behind him like a peacock feathers. Um, in the back with like pavinated eyes and all that kind of stuff like stands behind his head as he's walking down like a Byzantine halo and says well then I trust your voyage was successful perhaps we need to talk he like looks 
and then reaches down for his monocle. Puts it to his eye. Scans kind of everything. Okay. What would you like to talk about, Sala? And then goes and proceeds to sit down at his table. I will follow and I will also sit. I'll stand. I'll second everyone to come behind me. Like he pulls out like a like silver large toothpick from like his pocket and starts like cleaning his teeth. <laughs> That's a little fucking disgusting, don't you think, Al said? You have a little bit of decency when it comes to having conversations with others. Sorry. At the same time that he's doing this roost and is doing his bug picking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I, seems like a man of class to me. I uh, he's like working on something. Sorry, I wouldn't want you to catch something in my teeth. And then Anyways. like spit something like over his shoulder into like the floor behind him. What's we your... Who, okay, my first question is, who is the proper owner of this stone? This stone? That stone? I would say right now you are. So your perception is that whoever beholds it is the owner? I mean, in a kind of literal sense. It was mine. It was taken from me. I want By it whom? back. By whom? Ooh, okay. Um, enemies who didn't particularly appreciate my enterprises. Could you be any more vague? This is a conversation. He smiles. Um, and he's like, alright, fine. Some knights of some holy order took offense. Which holy order? Does it really matter? I don't keep track of any of them. I think you do. And I think you know exactly who it is. And there's a reason why you're not saying who it is. Um. And he's like, I don't, some, probably some angels and some paladins of various types of holier than thou status. They, uh, well, they killed my love and then they killed me and they took my stone. McCoy hmm. casts detect thoughts, but does a subtly behind everybody. I'll just let that. Yeah, you're just able to cast that subtly, so you can now detect thoughts. You can definitely see that, like everyone at the table is like thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. There are no thoughts coming from elsewhere. God, that's so weird. <laughs> just asking us, like on a like a kind of metagamey level, are there thoughts coming out of Lozarin? I think in Detect Thoughts, you have to pick a target for the spell. Yeah. 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 You do. And so, I mean, I'm giving you something other than it just okay. doesn't work, right? It's because okay. you, you actually cast Detect Thoughts on yourself, and then you can look and you can kind of shift your gaze around. Since we're not in rounds, um, I figured, like, you'd be like, yeah. wait, is this thing actually on? And then you, like, go and scan other people. Lozanne would absolutely have thoughts. Okay. So he died, came back. <laughs> What do you want this for? I need to reclaim my home. Then what is your home? Or where? In Limbo. Yes, but where in Limbo? 
He smiles and is like, don't understand how that stone works, do you? Um, I know a lot more than you think I would know about it. Really? Okay. Quite. Well then, the stone holds the way to my home. I would like the stone back so I can go home. And when you're home, what are you going to do? You're just going to go home? I'm pretty sure you could get there elsewhere, other ways. This stone does a very specific thing in your home, and I want to know why or what you're going to do with when that takes place. So I take the rock into limbo. I use said rock. It calls my home back into existence. I go fucking home. Can I have my rock? Where is your home? In limbo. Yes, but of course, clearly it's a specific fucking place, and you call it your home. So what is it? He's, like, looking flustered. Like, he's no longer trying to be, like, evasive. He's like, like, my home does not exist unless I have that stone. Yes, but it used to exist. So clearly it is a thing that you have collective memory of. So describe it. Use words, my good sir. A floating, beautiful terraced island with gardens flowing down it, water features, very beautiful um pagodas in a small building interesting do, do you so, not sorry go ahead uh, do you not worry that this order would come claim the stone once again and you lose your home again maybe but it might take them a long time to realize it's missing what if all you want is to go home, I'm just curious as to why a celestial would be guarding it in a, in essentially heaven, in a place that only the purest of heart can come and collect. Why do you think why, I needed you? But why are there so many protections if it's just your home that you want to get back to? Because my love is trapped in there. Who is your love? Vilgaris, long lost to me. Although time is somewhat relative in the astral plane. Would I have any idea who that is, or for any significance? You have history? Anyone yeah, with I history think. can feel free to roll it right now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Nice job, Milo. I say goddamn. <laughs> 20. <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds vaguely fiendish. <laughs> There's a, some sort of blood war between the forces of law and chaos in the plains. And <laughs> this was maybe the name of some sort of general. But history is written by the victor. <clears throat> I will take a step back. <laughs> I will. Tr I will try to keep my composure. Um, yeah. As much as I, I, I possibly can, um, but also as someone who is a good aligned character in fiend 
demonic, not devil. Um, and that doesn't sit very well with someone who has made a pact with the Celestial. So Fiend is actually both. Oh, right? it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fiend is both. I was being trying to be non-specific there. Intentionally big. Okay. Um, I mean, either way, evil. <laughs> no, no, but devils aren't evil. Oh, yeah. Not at all. What? Demons are evil. Devils are not evil. Devils are aligned with the heavens. It will it, evil in the sense that they are like lawful evil in the sense that they work on yeah. the same side as heaven. It's not like yes. a chaotic evil which a demon would be, which is just doing as they please. In like a, I I would say a more evil way than someone who is in line with the heavens. At least I love this. Yes. You... Um. So I don't. I'm, like not knowing that doesn't make me comfortable. I know I'm not going to get anything else out of Elset. Um, I guess I'm going to say I really don't know. What that like is. he politely looks at you. So there's definitely like specifically through the monocle at you. Well, one eye, I guess, since the monocle. Uh. Do you guys agree that we give it back? Give it to him. Oh wait, I have one more question for him. Yes, Rustin, go ahead. I'll pull out the Holy Avenger, the sword. Do you know anything about this? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he like stands up right as you do. He's like, what a wonderful sword! Thank you. Where did you find such a thing? In this scabbard! <laughs> and I put it back in. <laughs> Beautiful. Ah, a hadron. Can I, can I read him to see if he's, like, if there's intrigue for him more than just the sword itself? Sure, roll insight real quick. That's 2022. 20, he thinks it's hilarious <laughs> that Rooster has this sword. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, God. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to take that as a bad sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a really bad sign. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to look to like Milo Lesser and like LaCroix and like. I, like, truly, Sala has no idea what to do in this situation. Because she she learned a lot more information than she, like, hoped she did, even though she was asking all of the questions. She was hoping for different answers. <laughs> if no one says anything, Echo's just going to turn around and, like, pull it out and then just, like, hand it to him. I actually have a solution <laughs> to this. Because he's going to look at Echo. And he's going to say, please give me the gem. Uh, before we do, may I ask you a question? Hang on, because no, because Echo kind of needs to make a little uh, Christmas save. No, no, no. Is it uh, a saving throw? It is a spell saving throw. Okay, well, you have advantage, because you're within 10 feet of Brewston. Yeah, you are. If DC is 18. So is it? What was it? DC eighteen. I'm also. I'm gonna. Can I? Do I have the time to cast guidance in there? Yeah, but you want it to be in the form of no, don't. 
like yes, blatantly? Yes, it's going to be in the form of no, don't, I'm going to give her guidance. Okay. Holy shit. You can roll a d4 and add that. You can also keep it if you don't, but it doesn't... Yeah. Nice. Please roll guidance because then you immediately make it. <laughs> Thank fucking god. Okay. <laughs> 17? Yeah, but 17 plus... And plus like, even she rolls a 1, she immediately makes it. Yeah. With guidance. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, so we have guidance, which adds a d4. Echo she also has advantage. 17. Oh, and yeah. advantage. But I mean, you probably... I mean, I say that. Yeah. But yeah, you definitely super duper make it. You resisted dominate person. Oh shit. <laughs> Is this better? Very trouble. <laughs> Does do they feel that or do they just accidentally resist? No, um Echo specifically feels that. That that Alsair just attempted to steal your will from you. Okay, I'm gonna tell Echo, why don't you put that gem away? Well, well before I don't know that she's actually Echo, go ahead. Before Sala was gonna say that Echo was just gonna pull out her dagger and be like, try that again and I stab you in your throat. And then put it back up. <laughs> I'm gonna Hell yeah, Echo. Are we are we taking our swords out? I think it's time. No I'm no gonna no, notice no. this altercation here. I wanna let out a divine sense. You don't sense anything from Alsair. Okay. If I see that Alsair is going to cast a spell again, I'm going to, as a reaction, cast silence. So he can't do anything that has any somatic components within a 20-foot radius of him. That's my held reaction as a, like a spell if he does anything. My held action, technically, but... Hmm. <laughs> uh, would Lorzern be able to ask the question he had, or is this? Oh yeah, go ahead now. Uh, we're on the uh, custom combat. There... I don't think we're actually in combat yet. Go ahead. Uh, would you be able to have a stone that can take me to a leather brown gate? Oh, you wish to reach the Outlands? Uh, sigil. <laughs> he laughs. You want to go to Sigil, huh? I would. He points to the room that's to the right of where Sala stayed. Just walk through there with an empty glass. Um. For what purpose? To go to Sigil. It's a doorway. A gateway. Hmm, aren't all doors gates? It's going to take you to Sigil. Very well. Thank you. Uh, and I'll, he'll kind of like look around for a glass while this like 10 situation is going on. <laughs> there is absolutely an empty clean glass sitting on the on the bar. Uh, is a bartender anywhere nearby? No, he's locked off. Hmm, interesting. Um... He'll walk and grab the glass. What is, I, I, I assume this is very tense, so he'll just like kind of stand there with it, look around, and look How at the door. Is this? <laughs> look at the party. 
Look at the door. Look at the party. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just like put the glass in his bag for the time being. Fair. And stand at the bar. Okay. What's everyone else doing around that table? I think Echo, were you about to say something? No, she's just she's just staring like daggers at him. She has now at this point just pulled out her dagger back out and is just playing with it and staring at him. He's looking somewhat perturbed. Dala, I think I would like to review our contract. Oh, you would. Yes. And why is that? Because I want to see if there's any provisions in there for which I wouldn't murder you. Oh, you mean this contract? She'll take it out and she'll mm -hmm. cast Sacred Flame on it and it's gone. Not anymore. Well, I guess that makes things simple. And like... Hands kind of go out through the robes. Like, it's, it's initiative time, y'all. And like, talons erupt from the robe. Okay, can I use my held action to cast silence now? Yes. Can I cast silence? He can't use it. No one, including myself, technically, <laughs> in this 20-foot radius sphere, can I believe cast, like above or below, can cast any spell or talk or hear anything that has a somatic component. Uh, Is would... there a saving throw? No. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, question, Brandon. Would I be far enough to to not be in that? I'm just curious. Do you want to be? Uh, I'd rather not, but if I am, then I'm fine with that, too. You can be out of it. Alright. Would he be considered hostile at this point? Uh, yes. And I'm going to start up a thing. If you can, add yourselves to the active encounter and roll initiative. Um, but, but, all right, we haven't done no fight in a while. So the order here is Sala with the 20 initiative, Lorzaren with a 19, Milo with a 17, Roosten with a 14, Alsair with a 5, and Lacroix with a 4, and Echo with a 1. How are you opening this up? That's on me. Um, well, I know I can't cast any Audio spells. just kind of leaves the whole place. Okay. Yeah, well, it's completely silent. No one can hear anything, which means also means no one can communicate. Um, just so you guys know, like, you cannot pass information between one another. No one can hear anything. Um, I will give this out, though. As, like, the talons have come out, this head of Alsair has formed into this peacock head. And you hear, like, an aggressive peacock, peacock roar, kind of growl thing and you yes you all hear it we all hear it okay like this is i'm trying not to be metagamey but knowing that would i be able to act on the information i know as a player um as my character somewhat yeah you can definitely use some deduction here okay, you want to really throw gonna... arcana for it to just really read yeah, yeah 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 you know what it that. is I should, this is kind of metagamey but divine sense should have worked on him to know he's what? evil because it's not a spell but anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a magical right. effect, though. It's a magical effect. It, it has, it's yes. a magical thing. Yeah. I, I wrote a five. Um, but, uh, so I'm going to leave this up to you if I would know what to do. I, the obvious thing here that you know is that the silence didn't seem to take effect. 
to on this creature. Okay. I don't want to be metagamey, but I feel like we're all gonna die, so I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> I'm gonna dismiss as a as a bonus action. I'm gonna dismiss because um, it's just a concentration spell, so I can end sure. concentration whenever I want. So I'm gonna end silence as a spell. Um, and then I'm going to cast. Nah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. I also get to add because of one of my packed boons, I get to add plus four to the attack nice. and damage. Okay. Nailed it. Not, not twenty hit. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> twenty six. Okay. The armor class to hit here is sixteen. And it's a critical hit too. Thank fucking god. Twenty one force damage. It rips through. Bird noises erupt. And I'm not within melee range of him, right? I'm on the other side of a table. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll, say, I'm, I'll say yes to that. I'm, uh, I'm going to move the fuck back. <laughs> Fair. And then I'm going to end my turn. Actually, as a... No, yeah. Guidance is an action. So, yeah. I'm going to end my turn there. Lord Zaren, are you going to be the sole survivor? Uh, What Lord Zaren will do is... Um, seeing that it, combat has ensued, uh, he will run up 15 feet closer, uh, and then he will manifest Echo. Okay. Oops, I clicked it twice. Um, or three times, my bad. Uh, but yes, you'll, you'll see a shadowy Lorzaren kind of appear behind, um, Alger, Alcer and like come down with his uh, great sword and will swing to attack and then um, okay uh, you'll see Lorzaren kind of run back towards the, running towards the door back to like exactly where it went so he moved fifteen feet up and then just retreated back fifteen feet okay um yes yeah, so he will that's a wall attack so I'm gonna take you word on how it works. Uh, basically, uh, I'm using I'm I'm uh, summoning an echo uh, to and then attacking from that echo with my action. Okay, let's see it. Uh, twenty-two to hit. That'll hit. And it'll be uh, it'll be ten slashing damage. And uh, then I would like. Two. Is there anything I need to know about? Um. Well, it, it so the echo is uh, targetable. If that matters, and um, basically it has. Uh, I'm gonna not beat around the bush here. Is it a real ass sword or a, or a like magically conjured one? Uh, uh, one. I would assume it'd be like just the same, like it's a magically conjured, I guess. Because I, I would assume it would be my echo, and it's not my sword, but it is a, it's a sim, it's the same sword. It doesn't really specify whether or not the equipment on the echo is the same or not. Right. But uh. Oh, okay. You swap places with it. Um, well, yeah. I'm uh, basically using it. I'm using it to attack. Got it. Okay. So I'm attacking from it uh, rather than 
attacking myself. Um, and uh, yeah, so my echo will appear and just like come down uh, straight towards him uh, and I assume hit him in the back, clipping his talons? I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, right. I will... I'm debating whether or not action surge now or later. Uh, I, I that, that'll be it. That'll be it. Okay. Let's go, uh, Milo. What's going on? Um. Okay. So seeing that everything is, or shit's hitting the fan, basically, um, I'm going to run up directly to him, take out my uh, rapier, and um, slash at him. Um. For 19 to hit. 19 will absolutely hit. Okay, so um, I have a feature as a swashbuckler mm -hmm. called Rakish Audacity, where if I'm the only one in melee with him, I um, can use my sneak attack. Okay. Well, so, I think he gets sneak attack anyways, because my echo is an enemy. No? Uh, I didn't realize that was still in melee. Yeah, so it's either way. Yeah, so either way, seven. you'll have that sneak attack. It'll work out. Uh, so this one side, the great sword like falls on him, kind of catches it in his hand, doesn't take a ton of damage from that. And the dagger doesn't seem to be able to pierce his skin. Hmm. All right. Okay. It's uh, turbo not good. Uh, yeah, I know what that means, but I don't know if Milo knows what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So I will end my turn. Okay. Roosten. Yeah. What's Roosten going to do? Here we go. Roosten is going to run. How do you measure distance in this whole shift, maybe? Don't worry about distances. Everything is kind of relative here. You're just okay. going to leap across the table and go at yeah. him? I'll, get, I'll try to get behind him, like, relative to Milo. Sure. And then I'll throw a Divine Smite on the sword. And yelp. And let him have it. What's this end up looking like? Let's see. Let's see. Do I get uh, advantage for flanking? Yes. That's a hit. Ooh, 25. All right. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to leap across the table, get behind him, and then scream out my chicken battle cry of Bagok and slash him right through the back. My brand new cool sword. So let's see. And all the all the fancy things with that sword trigger as well. Okay. Forget exactly what it does. When I hit a fiend or undead. Oh, he's a fiend, right? So he'd get an extra two d ten. Yeah. And then, okay, so here, I'll just R, maybe 10. It's another 12, and then I use the Divine Smite. What's that do? Uh, it adds 2d8. Roll it? A, I use a spell slot to use it. What's it mean to be vulnerable in 5th edition? Uh, you double the damage, I believe. Yeah, double Sweet. damage. 2d8 plus 1d8? Oh. It's a theme, yeah. Nice. Okay. So another 12. So that's 24 plus 7. So 
What is that? 31 damage? So 62? Damn. Wait, why did I do 62? What do you mean? Uh, he's vulnerable to radiant. <laughs> oh. He's yeah. vulnerable to attacks from weapon magic weapons wielded by good creatures. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I just did like 60 damage to him then. There was 62 damage. Yeah, I... Here, um, I want to stab him, like, through the back, in the back, and have the sword, like, come out his chest. And, and then Bruh, back out. That absolutely happens. Like, the sword, like, stabs through him, and, like, just... Look out, Milo. <laughs> blood kind of just oozes through. <laughs> Yikes. Anything else so before Elsner's turn? We're evil. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's it. I'm all, I'm all done. Yeah, I, I'm thinking through like okay. what his moves are here because he doesn't have a lot of them. If he casts a spell in melee, that gives you all a reaction, right? No, he gets disadvantage. Oh. Well, if, if he's in the melee range, range of target. any single person, he gets disadvantage casting a range spell. Oh. Yeah, if it was like a saving throw spell, it would be fun. Saving throw spells doesn't matter. Because it's not an attack. It's only if it's, it's a range a, spell attack. Oh, okay. And this is a touch spell. Yeah, so then oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Then uh, it doesn't matter. And he kind of, he like, like hunched and injured, puts a claw to his other arm and vanishes. Oh. I'm going to turn to everyone and I'm going to say, that was probably for the best. No, that's a loose end we need to tie up. Someone roll perception? Say anyone or? Yeah. Literally, whoever wants to. Not 20 there. again. Damn it. So, uh, you hear bird like wheezing. Oh, he's still here. <laughs> he's still here. Oh, does anyone have fairy fire? I do. I was just about to use it too. Okay, great. Fantastic. Nice. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna like take a deep breath and like, oh thank god, and then I'm gonna be like, oh fuck no, and then be like, he's still here, everybody, so drop your Oh no. <laughs> he's invisible. I'm not good with invisible targets. <laughs> no, this, yeah. is actually, this is actually gonna be really bad. This is gonna Look. be really, really bad. LaCroix. Uh, I will ready an action for fairy fire whenever he becomes uh, uh, visible. Okay. No, that's not how it, that's how it works now. Okay. You want to cast fairy fire to see invisible things. Okay. So I'll throw it around them just to see or throw it around uh, let's see. I'll say her, but then it'll probably have to hit Roostin and Milo too. Right? It's not an offensive spell. It just... Okay. Yeah. You target an area. It's basically like a shooting blanks with a fireball. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to throw it in that general area. It'll be like right here. Like okay. Oh, yeah. You definitely see this form, this, this bird like form trying to make its way to the bar. Everybody's headed towards the bar. <laughs> Echo? Hmm? I will shoot an arrow in the direction that I saw it going. If I okay, was... you can. I think with fire, fairy fire, 
Like, they don't benefit from being invisible. Like, you see this dude. Well, Brandon, that kind of goes back to the thing that you showed me. Do we actually Oh, see him? fuck. Fuck balls. You're right. Yeah. Do we see him? No, you do not. <laughs> yeah. You don't see the tracers <laughs> or the violet light. Yeah, so everything is just, is just there. Yeah, you do not see him. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Good save. Thank you for saving my villain. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. It's totally a teacher. Don't we have homework? Moment. <laughs> if we're gonna die, we're gonna die fairly. Episode right. three. So I didn't see him moving to the bar. You did not. There. Okay, did not. so I'm just gonna shoot where I last saw him. And okay. Hope no roll, one does. Roll with disadvantage here. Okay. I got a two. <laughs> Like, uh, and you can see, like, it's going for, like, there's, like, a form that it shoots around and just shatters a glass on the bar. And, like, a growl ensues. Sala, your turn. I was gonna, before he went invisible, I was gonna do a perception check to see if he actually looked injured. Um, now, I guess, can I, can I, is there any way that I can do, like, a perception or investigation check to see if I, like, know, like, the vague area that he's in? Vaguely, the area... Uh, yes, you got that whenever you passed that perception check earlier. Okay. So, so you, j you vaguely know he's working. It's like kind of moved towards the bar. Okay. I'm going to, I need to save my spell slot. Um, so I am going to, how far would you say he is from me? If you had to guess. Um, 10 feet. Okay. I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Shalala on my quarter star i can put it in the chat it just means that i can use my spell casting modifier instead of strength to attack using a weapon um hold on there we go there it is um and then i'm gonna use my quarter staff we'll move up to him and use my quarter staff to attack him okay so this so it's now a magical weapon yes um and it's a d8 instead of whatever it was before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh. Does a 10 hit? <laughs> Damn. 10 does not hit. Okay, I'm going to duck behind the counter. <laughs> what was Aaron? Um, I roughly saw where Sala was swinging, correct? Yes. Uh, I will send my echo in that direction. You'll see him kind of run after and just swing wildly. <laughs> With a great axe. <laughs> Just trying to catch something. Awesome. Um, disadvantage. With disadvantage. This is a completely non-magical great axe, though. Yep. So it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, like you you might hit some things, Ooh. but you don't. Um, I hit the bar? <laughs> yeah, so you hit the bar. <laughs> like, glasses kind of shake. And one, like, falls off of a counter and, like, rolls, but doesn't break. Kind of rolls onto the countertop. And then rolls onto the floor. How many glasses are there? Probably with like 70. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and then that's the action I'll do. Uh, and I'll kind of look to Sala uh, and say, uh, do, do we flee? He seems to not want to fight. Milo. Feel free to reply, Sala. 
that seems the smartest thing that we could do at this period of time. The cards are technically in our hands. I got something to do on my hand. Can I say uh, back to the ship or can we go to Sigil and I'll look at the door? If we go to Sigil, he knows where we are. Oh, fair enough. I'll find another way then. And uh, my like main body will head towards the door. Okay. And I'll stand in the doorway there. Okay. Yeah, not leave yet. I don't know how far I am from it, but... Sure. Milo. Um, random question. Um, are there any open flames at this bar? Yes, maybe a chandelier hanging overhead. Okay. I. Milo cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wait, I do. <laughs> I take do? my I take my lantern oil, my flask of lantern oil, and fastball it into the um, chandelier. I love it. Mm-hmm. So just like a rain of fire is gonna fall down on y'all. <laughs> Onto the bar. <laughs> just roll like a straight up dex based attack real quick. Okay. Does a six do for you? <laughs> you you huck it a little too hard, and it slams into the chandelier, and the spray just sprays all over the ceiling of the bar. There's now flames all up in the roof. That's okay. That's what I, that's kind of what I was trying to do anyway. That's probably my standard action. <laughs> so I will um, head back towards the doorway, like the front door that we came in. Okay. What's Rusin's thing? Okay, so Rusin was going to use his channel divinity, turn the faithless. So. The main bit of it does a bunch of stuff, but the main bit here is if the creature's true form is concealed by an illusion, shapeshifting, whatever, that form is revealed, such as invisibility. So I will pull out my holy symbol of Torm, the god of courage, and say, Kill yourself, Alsair! Have the courage to face us! And he has to make a wisdom save that's kind of low DC. This is a not a spell, this is an abil- straight up ability, right? Yeah. This is a paladin ability, yeah. Okay. So then the other side of that is that they have advantage, I think, on the save. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Why? The effect is still magical, even if it's an ability. It's just not a spell. Okay. Okay. I think I agree with you about your earlier assessment about whether the detective entity, maybe that should have worked. Yeah, I was like gonna bring that up after the game but yeah <laughs> i googled it although there was somebody on reddit saying it's tagging it's like the dm's ultimate decision but if you rule that it doesn't affect then it kind of like destroys the point of design sense anyways it doesn't i i kind of follow the main thing is the wolf and sheep's clothes like yeah i can yeah. see both sides of the argument i fl- i flubbed on it already it's fine whatever <laughs> yep. It. <laughs> is it a what kind of save? Oh. Wisdom. DC eleven wisdom. So it's not very high, but it's like the best. It's my shot. Ah, lame. <laughs> Light shines, and nothing. 
Was that a bonus action or was that your main action? That's my action. I think that has to be my action. Um, as an action, yeah. So I'll put my symbol away and say, I see you have no courage then. And then I'll start making for the door. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the glass that fell to the ground vanishes. Like what the glass the... vanishes. Yeah. What vanishes? The glass that fell to the ground when when Lorzaren struck the bar. Ah, okay. Ooh, Is... He's making for Sigil. Anyways, Roosten's too stupid to notice that. He's just trying to get <laughs> out of here before it burns to death. He's going to make for the door, and that's his turn. Look right. Uh, I'm torn. Let's see. I'm debating between running or warding wind. Let's see. I'd like to try to cast warding wind towards the same general direction as I cast the last one. To see okay. if maybe I can stir up some kind of shape of him. Let me read about warding right. wind. Okay. I think I threw it out there. Did it go? No. Okay. I'll give everyone advantage when they're trying to locate where this dude is. Hmm. And this... No, okay. 10-foot radius. And moves with you. Yeah. Uh, then you're definitely surrounded by these flame, this stuff. And the any kind of fire that fell down is absolutely extinguished right now. Nice. So it'd be like that. Basically, yeah. Cool. Okay. Echo, what's going on? Or I assume you're done, Lucor. Yeah. Tear it up, Echo. Um, seeing that everyone else is going towards the door because we can't see this thing, she's probably just going to like start heading towards the door and be like, yeah, I, I don't. And just head towards the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sala. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna take a double movement. So my uh, movement and my action to just head towards the door and get out of there. Alright. Roseanne? I will uh, send my echo in the direction uh, like I'll, I'll like have him poke around. If that makes sense. Oh wait, I do have a question actually, just really quickly. With my familiar, actually no, this familiar can't hold a glass, so it doesn't matter. Never mind. Um, I will have my echo kind of like just feel it out, uh, probably near the door to um, sigil. Okay. As my action. Disadvantage? Yes. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and then uh, I will... Uh, open the door. Has it been... Is the door just open or has it been opened? It's not locked, but it's uh, it does not even barred. It's just kind of 
there? Yes. Uh, is but is it like I meant like uh, can is the street open to us? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll take a step out and still being able to see inside. Um, and I guess 10, 15 feet. Out. Yeah. Um, Lord Zarin would want everyone. He would want to come up the rear in this uh, escape. There's now like starting to be a like hollering, and people are there's like a crowd starting to gather. Uh, I look to the uh, everyone and say, uh, "We should get out quickly." Um, Does the party want to escape? Yes. Yes. You are free to do so. Does Milo and Rusin want to escape? Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Combat completed. Sometimes it's smarter to run away. <laughs> Sometimes it takes real courage to run away. When you said that he had a fifth level spell, I was like, well, he's at least like level seven or level nine, was it? So like that's in its like he's at least level nine, which is in itself terrifying. Or like you have to be minimum level nine to cast a spell. So I was like, okay, goodbye, let's leave. LaCroix so. also grabs uh, Grydar and Morgoth and heads out the bar with them, both with right? the, their hands in his hand. So the, it's just three guys holding hands. I feel like it's almost bar. it's almost like like the the start of like Full Metal Alchemist or something like that, where like they're just watching like the house burn. It's like <laughs> you know, they're just watching this bar burn down. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> the little hobbit set the place on fire. Maybe. When in doubt, set it on fire. <laughs> and I think shirt. that's a good concluding point for us, y'all. Awesome. Oh, that was Thank fun. You. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No sweat. Oh, Captain Kagemai.